take these diet pills, use this wrap, chug this magic shake, cook yourself boring separate meals from your family, do more cardio, eat less, cut out every food that you love. You just need more willpower and motivation. Misery is necessary. These are the messages that traditional dieting tell us. But the truth is, losing weight and getting fit doesn't have to be so damn hard, time-consuming, or draining. Seven years ago, I said, screw this, and I decided to go on a journey to find a better way. Now I'm in the best shape of my life after two kids, and I look and feel better in my 30s than I did in my 20s, and I have also helped save other moms from these old-school methods of weight loss and fitness. My mission is to help you break up with traditional dieting and fitness nonsense, to create a happy and sustainable healthy lifestyle, to strengthen your body and mind so that you can be the best version of yourself, to help you unleash your inner and outer strong mom. So throw out everything that you thought you knew about fitness and nutrition and come with an open mind. I'm Jessica May, fitness and nutrition coach for moms, and this is the Mom is the New Strong Show. Hey, all you strong moms, welcome back to another episode of the Mom is New Strong podcast. And today I'm going to be sharing with you 10 of the biggest mistakes I made in my fitness journey. Now, I've been on this fitness journey for going on seven years now. And let me tell you, it hasn't always been pretty. There's been tons of trial and error. And I didn't become a personal trainer or get my nutrition certification till later in this journey. So honestly, I had a lot of lessons from hard knock. (laughs) And, you know, like I said, the whole trial and error thing. I've been my biggest guinea pig along the way. And it's actually, it's been fun though, but it's been really frustrating as well. And unfortunately, even though a lot of these mistakes that I made were in the beginning of my journey, you know, about seven years ago, I still see women falling for these things. I still see that these myths are really big in the fitness and weight loss community, and I totally want to change that. And so I don't want you to make the same mistakes that I made, or I don't want ultimately for you to be making these mistakes and be thinking that there's something ultimately wrong with you because you're not losing weight, you're not getting fit because you're following these bullshit myths that are still believed and are fed to us by a lot of the people in that in the fitness community. So with that said, let's dive right in. I'm really excited about this. And I know that even though you think you've been or if you've been in the fitness or not industry, but if you have been somebody that exercises is in the fitness, um, has dieted, has done all these things like this isn't your first rodeo. I still promise that you're going to find something in here that's valuable. That's a big takeaway. And if you're just getting started, this is going to be so valuable for you. This is these are going to hit. I try to pick the 10 biggest things. You know, there's other weight loss and fitness myths out there, but I tried to pick the ones that are going to give you the most bang for your buck, the ones that are actually really holding you back. And if you can, you know, um, fix these 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 myths or stop believing them that you would I, I really truly believe you would start seeing better progress so let's go ahead and dive in because I know you're excited to hear what these 10 mistakes are so number one is you can't spot reduce fat all right so when I was younger um 
in high school, I, I'm going to start showing my age now, um, during my eating disorder phases. And um, I used to get those magazines. You remember those magazines? Like they had the fitness and the women's magazines, and they always had like those exercises on there. And I really like clearly remember seeing this one article in this magazine and it's why I got it and I had a fitness model on the cover and it was like 10 minutes to amazing abs or to find abs or whatever and this woman looks amazing right and at the time like guys I didn't I didn't play sports growing up I did not know anything I was raised on southern cooking vegetables to me growing up were like corn and potatoes and green beans so my lack of knowledge on this stuff was very, especially at that time and age, I had no idea. So I truly believe this bullshit, these things, right? And so I, when I did, when I did those workout, that 10 minute ab workout, and I didn't look like that fitness model, I kind of was like, what's wrong with me? Like, what's going on? What am I doing wrong? When in reality, that fitness model was doing way more than those 10 minutes a day. And not only on top of that, was her nutrition was on point, you know, to look like that. So it's a very freaking misleading. And so what I see nowadays is I see this translating from those magazines into Pinterest. Like I see all these Pinterest, you know, workouts where it's like, oh, 10 minutes to lose your love handles, you know, 15 minutes to lose your back fat, like all these spot reduction types of workouts when in reality, it's completely bull shit. You cannot spot reduce fat. And and the thing is, and, and I've seen this training women, working with women, um, is that everybody has like those areas where they hold on to more fat, right? Like everybody calls them their problem areas. And usually, unfortunately, those things are the last to go when it comes to weight loss. And the reason is, guys, weight loss, when you're losing fat, you're losing it all over your body. You're not just losing it in one spot. Like just because you're doing a million crunches, does there's you're not losing fat, <laughs> you know, in your stomach over it. The, the ca- uh, calories burned don't work like that. Fat burn does not work like that. And so we lose it all over and a little bit at a time. And of course, those bigger areas on us are going to take the last to go because they're the biggest areas that are storing fat. And it makes complete sense. So do not fall into that myth that you can spot reduce fat. It is just, it's it's not, it, I don't even know how this became. It's just, there's no, I can't even think of any logical reason of why this has been something that has, um, you know, ever even became like a thought, you know? So don't fall into that. So number two biggest mistake I made in this journey was the scale is the best way to track progress. This is a myth that I fell for a long time. And I still, as a woman, I have this mentality, like I have to like, catch myself be you know defining myself as this number on this scale even though I know way better and you know the the thing is and and I could do like a whole podcast just on the scale itself I don't think the scale is a bad thing per se it is it is a form of, of tracking progress but it's not the best form of tracking progress and I'm going to explain quickly why this is because when you get on that scale well you know of course for one it's it's not there's other kinds of progress non-scale progress right that we need to take into account too when we're on this journey it's not all about that number on the scale or the measurements or things like that there's all these other improvements in our life that are made when we get healthy and fit but like I said that's for another podcast. Um, but what I want to tell, what I want to explain to you is when you step on that scale, 
it is weighing your fat and your muscle together. It is very misleading. And I've seen this time and time before, not with myself, with other women and, and getting like progress trackers, like doing an in-body scan where it breaks down your fat and your muscles. Guys, I've had... Um, I've had times where I've gained weight and if my old mindset would have like saw that it would have freaked out but in reality I was I was gaining muscle. I've even had it where um you know gaining muscle I've gained muscle and I've lost fat at the same time and I've actually stuck to the same weight. So my body is very common, especially when you don't have a lot of body fat to lose, that you can see this transitioning happen, this transformation where you're, where you're gaining that muscle and losing that fat and the scale can stay exactly the same, but your body is transforming. And so if you are so stuck on that scale, then it's like... You're, you're going to hinder yourself from seeing progress. You might be actually, it, it's just very misleading and it can make you feel bad when reality is you might actually be having amazing progress. That's why I really recommend body fat measurements, getting your body fat scanned, right? Using these other forms of tracking progress besides just the scale because the scale is a very, can be very misleading and it's really, in all honesty, not the best thing. And if you don't have access to um getting your body fat scanned all the time. A lot of nutrition places will do this for free. Just call and ask them. They have these, you know, um, these machines. I recommend getting, uh, finding a place that has a machine where you stand on it and you hold, um, you hold, uh, I'm like having a, a, a lack of thought here. Um, you hold these handles. And so what that does is it's scanning your body from your feet and your hands. And that's the best way to track it. There's some places you go, they only give you a handheld device or a device that you step on. And so those are less accurate than one that does both together. Hope that makes sense. (laughs) If I made sense on that. Um, but if you can't do that, or you don't have access to that all the time, you know, even just measuring yourself with a measuring tape, especially your waist area. If you are are losing inches in your waist, you are, it's pretty much guaranteed that you are losing fat, even if the scale is not moving. You're probably, you could be gaining muscle, retaining water. There's all these other factors that go into your weight. It's not just, it's it's everything, right? You got your bones, you got your organs, you got your water, uh, you know, all these things that go on the scale. So just coming back around, the scale is not the best way to track progress. And that was a myth that I really believe for a long time. Um, And let's see, myth number two, or biggest mistake I made number two was cardio is the best way to get toned. And if I lost weight, the muscle tone would just appear. So I thought that if I wanted to look like that fitness model that I admired on that magazine, once again, I'm showing my age, I don't even know, do y'all, do people still buy magazines? <laughs> um, that cardio was the answer. I thought, okay, I'm going to melt this fat off. And then what's going to be underneath is this toned appearance when actually, you know, this was a sure, this was a quick recipe for me being skinny fat. And I can say it, I've been there. I hate the terminology, but we all know what that means. So I'm just going to use it. So this is a sure recipe for being skinny fat, doing a bunch of cardio, not eating enough, you know, losing muscle as you're losing fat is going to give you, you're just going to be a smaller version with all the same problem areas, all the same jiggliness. You're not going to be toned. You're not going to have the right curves in the right places, you know, 
good example of this is a marathon runners. Look at their body. Compare their body to somebody that does bodybuilding or strength training workouts. Those women look completely different. All right. So I didn't put two and two together when I first started. And I just I overdid the cardio. And once again, like I said, I got skinny fat. I didn't know macro counting. I didn't know what my body needs. I was under eating. And and then when I lost the weight, I was still unhappy with how I looked. I still had the same amount of cellulite. I still was jiggly, like I said, in all the wrong places and did not like my shape. It, cardio is not going to transform you. Strength training is going to transform you. You want to get toned. The way you get toned is you you have muscle tone underneath when you drop that fat and then the muscle can show. And Another thing is I don't think women or we don't really understand completely what toned means. So what does toned mean? Basically all toned is is a woman that has muscle tone. She she has muscle underneath and she is a low low enough body fat percentage that you can see that muscle popping out, that toned. That's all toned is. It really is. It's just having a lower body fat and having good good amount of muscle for you to see that tonedness come out, right? So that was the biggest mistake. Number three was I was thinking cardio was the best way to get toned, right? It's not strength training is, and then of course, having a proper nutrition that's going to help you to maintain or to gain lean muscle while you're losing that fat. That is that is the recipe to getting toned. Number four, four, fourth mistake. Cardio is the best exercise for weight loss because it burns more calories. Okay. Now this one is, um, a lot to say, (laughs) and I'm not going to go into every detail, but basically cardio is not the best thing for weight loss. All right. And it doesn't burn more calories. Strength training does. Hear me out. So a lot of us wear Fitbits. We wear these fitness watches when we go when we work out. And you know, I've had women say, "Well, I burn more calories when I'm, you know, I'm doing cardio versus weightlifting." You're not seeing the full picture. So when you do cardio, say you're going for a jog or some kind of other steady state cardio where your heart rate is staying consistent. So I'm not talking about hit cardio here. Um, once you are done with that exercise, with that workout, the calorie burning stops. That's it. That's all you got, right? Whatever's on that watch. And even then that's kind of, I'm not even going to go on to that topic, but that could be not completely accurate either, but either way it stops after that. All right. Then, um, as opposed to when you are strength training, then your body is burning calories. Your metabolism is revved up for up to 48 hours after you do a strength training session. And the reason is because it's so taxing and your body has to recover and it's using that energy to recover and repair from that type of exercise, which is what strength training does. Now, on top of that, the more muscle you have, the higher your metabolism is. That is ideal for fat loss, right? We want to be losing the we want to lose fat in a way where we don't have to starve ourselves, right? So the more muscle you can, the more muscle you can add onto your body through strength training, the better you're at because you don't have to. Um, you don't have to lose. I mean, you're burning more calories. Your metabolism is higher. We all know when your metabolism is higher, the more calories you burn, 
the easier it is to either maintain or to lose fat. So that's, you know, that's kind of it in a nutshell, like cardio is not the best. And also on top of that, your body, it adapts to cardio really fast. So if you're somebody that's trying to, you know, lose weight and jogging is your main thing on how you're going to lose weight, um, guess what? Your body is not going to be burning as many calories doing that same exercise in two to three weeks. They say your body adapts, I think it's like in three to four weeks, I think is what uh, research shows is with this kind of cardio. Now your body adapts to anything, right? That's what may, that's why we're we're still here and we're still functioning. Is our bodies are so adaptable, and that's how we have survived. But um, you know, cardio, there's really not much you can do to to change it up. As in strength training, you just you progress in weight, and that's how you continue to beat that plateau of that pro, um, you know uh, plateau of non progression and adaptation. So once again, strength training wins it here, even in not just for getting toned, but also for weight loss, it wins over that. That's that's going to be the best kind of exercise you can do. Not saying you shouldn't do cardio at all. Um, you know, hit type of try a uh, hit kind of cardio is amazing and it's great, but it's very also it's very taxing on your body at the same time, um, and also it doesn't build lean muscle in the same way as strength training. So that was the next mistake. What's what's the next mistake? What I got under? I got my notes here. The next one is carbs will make you fat. <laughs> this one is one I still have to catch myself in a lot. Um, is seeing carbs as being evil, seeing as carbs as being. Um, you know, something that's bad. Now, if you are somebody that has insulin resistance or you have um, problems with digesting, um, you know, glucose and things like that, then of course carbs are probably not going to be your best friend. But to say that carbs on on their own is making you fat, it's no, that that's a myth. You know, it, it really comes down to calories and calories out on a very fundamental basic level. Now, the reason why um, it doesn't feel like that is because the equation of calories out can be so complex because of our metabolism and everything that goes into calories out and sometimes we might you know people might think well um it's just there's something wrong with me i can't lose weight i'm reducing my calories but you're really not truly in a calorie calorie deficit if you're not losing weight so you know in the big picture of things it is calories in calories out um now you know, when it comes to transforming your bodies, of course, macronutrient ratios, like your, your, your ratios of fats, proteins, and carbs, or, or how much you're eating can really help in the transformation of your body as you're losing weight. But really on a fundamental level, it is calories and calories out. And so, you know, and this has been proven before. I'm not suggesting you do this, but people have done. I'm trying to remember what the the study was, or this. You know, I think there's this guy that did a um, kind of like a study on himself, and he showed that you can lose weight eating a junk food diet. Like that's all he ate was crap, like complete crap. Um, and he still lost weight because he was in a calorie deficit. Now, was he healthy? Was his body comp? Was he maintaining muscle? Probably all that stuff. No. <laughs> but bottom line is, carbs alone are not going to make you fat. Um, next myth is calories don't matter as long as I eat clean. And so that was kind of coming back to this. Kind of goes along with what I just said. So. I fought this one for a very, very long time, especially when I went through, when I went through this like phase of being really holistic. Um, 
which I love holistic health. I still believe in it. But a lot of um, people in that community will say like calories don't matter as long as you're eating clean. Um, and the, the bottom line is if you really are trying to transform your body, if you're trying to take it even to the next level, or even if you're just trying to lose weight, calories do matter. And if you can, you know, you can overeat even on the healthy stuff. It's very hard though, because there's a lot more fiber and vegetables and fruits and things like that. Things that are going to make you, it's going to make you feel fuller faster. But you know, if you think that, um, oh, as long as I eat this, as long as this, like I eat all organic that I'm going to lose, I'm going to lose weight, right? I'm going to eat all these like, um, you know, nutritional bars and, and all these, um, organic produce, uh, products thing like products. And it's in, it doesn't matter about the calories as long as it's clean. And, you know, unfortunately it is not like that. Of course it's, we always want to eat clean better, right? Like make the healthier choices because in the end that's what's healthiest for us. But, you know, coming back around, like it's really our calories calories in calories out type of equation right and so like I said that can be kind of a little bit more complex especially if you don't understand metabolism where your metabolism at things like that that's where it can get really tricky and I see women fall into this thing of like they do these online calculators and then they base their calories or their macros on that and really guys those calorie those um, calculators are based on ideal and unfortunately we're all we're, we're all unique our metabolisms are unique we're, we're not robust bots. And so to say that one equation calculator will be correct for everybody is just nonsense. And so, you know, I see women trying to do those things. And then when it doesn't work out, they think they did something wrong, or there's something wrong with them. And no, it's not. It's just you just didn't have a custom approach. You did a cookie cutter approach that wasn't right for you. Um, So really keep that in mind. Um, Guys really do. The next thing, the next mistake I made was meal replacement strikes are a great way to lose weight or great way to lose weight fast. I did this. <sighs> I can't. Um, I would replace two of my meals a day with a shake. I wouldn't have snacks. So I was eating, I would have two shakes and then a meal at night. And that is how, what was one of my go-tos to losing weight in the summertime during college when I was younger. And on top of that, I still would uh, resort to my eating disorders on top of that. And sure, I lost some weight. I never really been too big because I always had, I kind of struggled with an eating disorder for a long time and I was very scared of losing weight or I'm sorry, losing weight, of gaining weight. I'm actually right now, to put into perspective, I am 30 35 pounds heavier than what I was like in high school at my lowest point in my my whole anorexia thing and um I actually look way better guys and on top of that I don't my jean size hasn't changed much at all um I still wear the same jean size as I did when I was 25 almost 30 pounds lighter and it's it's because now I'm more compact I have more muscle um back then I was like I said I was just skinny fat and so um, you know, this, this going back around to what this mistake that I made, these real meal replacement shakes is a, a really fast weight loss tactic. It, it yeah, at first it's going to work really good for a while, but guess what? You're going to plateau really hard. And that's what women don't realize when they really severely restrict their calories, the results in the beginning yeah, they're great. You're probably losing five plus pounds a week, you know, Um, but you're going to plateau even faster because your metabolism is going to quickly adapt as a survival mechanism to meet those calories. So if you're only, you know, consuming, I probably was only 
gosh, I probably was consuming like 700, 800 at the most calories when I was doing this. And so my metabolism eventually adapted to that. And so if I ate more than those 800 calories, guess what? I was going to gain fa- gain weight and gain it in fat because my body was essentially thinking it was starving. Your body does not realize you're trying to look good for a special occasion or um, for a bikini. It, it doesn't know the difference between that and starving. It sees it as the same thing. So, you know, that's just a really quick recipe to slow down your metabolism and to actually gain back all the weight and more because statistics show people that go on these restrictive severely restrictive calorie diets they not only gain the weight back for it's a very high percentage but like i think it's like two-thirds of them um Uh, up to two thirds of them will gain even more weight afterwards. And it's because your metabolism, because their metabolism is a lot slower. And so it's very quickly to gain weight and your body will prioritize storing fat because you just put it in a self-made famine. And it's like, you know what? I don't know if this, when this is going to happen to me again, I better start packing on this, this fat and, and, you know, prepare for the worst at this point. So you don't want to um, activate those survival mechanisms in your body where it you just severely you know lower your metabolism um i have this saying that a healthy body is a sexy body like i truly believe you treat yourself right you um you know you don't do these really restrictive things and the weight's going to come off you know a healthy progress is one to two pounds a week that is perfect that's great you can lose two pounds a week that's perfect you know when you start losing you know this four five six whatever pounds a week like you can bet that you're losing muscle at the same time that you're losing fat too and that is not or that's not where you want to be you're for one when you're not going to like how you look when you start dropping the weight but not only that is like i said your metabolism is going to go down it's not it's not a healthy way for and a not it's not healthy it's not and it's not a sustainable way for fat loss the next myth is you need weight loss and fitness supplements to get results this is bs you don't need any supplements at all you can actually you can gain muscle even without supplements you can lose weight without supplements you don't need them i take supplements yes do i take fitness supplements no i take supplements for my health so my body functions in the way that it should i don't i don't you know to be completely honest, I won't buy anything from GNC. I won't buy anything from a nutrition store, mate, unless it's like a holistic nutrition store. But most of those supplements that are marketed for fitness and weight loss are complete crap. Only ones that there's only a few that I would even recommend. And on top of that, they're not necessary. It would be like enhancing your results and helping you. But if you're if you're not exercising, you're not already eating healthy, it's pointless. It's just like trying to put a band-aid on something and, and it's not gonna work. And I see this time and time again. We want this easy fix, this easy way out, this shine and it's a shiny thing that's like in front of you if you could just take this pill and lose weight it sounds amazing right for one it's not sustainable for two it's not a healthy way of weight loss and for three most of them just don't even freaking work like they're not very regulated these types of supplements are not very regulated and so you don't know really what you're getting um and they're a bunch of most of them are a bunch of crap 
And yeah, so I just, you just, I want that to, um, I want you to realize like, because some people might even think like, I don't have money to buy these supplements. How am I going to do this? You don't need them. The only fitness supplements that I take routinely is pretty much whey protein. That's like the number one thing that I always have. And it's not because I have to have it. It just makes it easier to get my protein intake for the day, but I could easily get that from food if I wanted to and not need that. So just keep that in mind that you don't need to waste money on any supplements. And like I said, if you are even going to choose to take supplements, I just focus on supplements that are actually going to help improve my health, right? Like I, I take supplements that like improve my health, especially my gut health, because if that is not functioning, I'm not absorbing my nutrition correctly, then I'm leaving to me, I'm leaving gains on the table, whether that, you know, because my thing is I'm trying to drink, gain strength and trying to, you know, gain muscle. And, and it's just, for for general health, right? If you're not absorbing the nutrition that you're eating in your food, you can be eating the most perfect diet, but if your digestion is not absorbing that, like it doesn't it doesn't matter. (laughs) You're just, it doesn't matter. So I always just focus on taking supplements that are actually going to improve my health and my body to function better. Um, Next myth or mistake that I made was protein is only for those that want to gain a lot of muscle. Um, I see that women will shy away from protein shakes or shy away from eating enough protein because they think that when they eat protein, it's going to make them bulk up and they're just going to gain all this muscle. And I've, I had a nutrition consult like a couple of weeks ago and this kind of got brought up and I had to explain to this woman that protein um, that you or actually, let me just take a step back. I had to explain to her that it's really hard for women to gain muscle, like naturally, right? Like we see these body built, like huge women and pretty much nine out of 10, like I think actually probably 10 out of 10, they're on steroids or they're taking some type of growth hormone or something to, that's not natural. Like if as a woman, if, if, uh, you know, a half a pound of muscle gained in a month is good progress. Like, and, um, so, you know, you're not going to wake up one morning and be she Hulk. I, I promise you that like, guys, I, I work, I routinely work out like a man and I eat a lot of protein and I don't, I don't look like a man. <laughs> you know, I've been doing this for years. So I know even from, from uh, experience, right? So protein is actually very good for weight loss. And I'm going to explain to you why. Like if you, you know, I always tell when I do a nutrition consult and of course most women come to me because they want to lose weight. Um, some come to me because they also want to gain muscle too. But you know, and either way, I still recommend the same thing. Like, I'm like, protein is essential for you. You have to make sure that you're getting adequate amount of protein, at least one, you know, or not at least aiming for one gram of protein per pound of lean body weight or body weight. Um, if you're ready, relatively lean is, is all you really need. And, but the thing is a lot of women have a hard time hitting that mark. And what protein does is not only is it going to help you to maintain your muscle as you're losing fat, it's also very satisfying. It keeps you very satisfied in between meals. And not only that, I don't know if you realize, but food has a thermogenic effect. 
And what this means is that you use so many calories to burn food that some of these calories are actually used during digestion. You got to realize every body function, everything that you do, you're using energy to, to do that function, right? So the same thing with digestion. So when you're digesting food, you use some of those calories, that energy to digest for the digestion process. And, you know, when you break down the macros and fat carbs and protein protein has a way higher thermogenic effect than versus fats and carbs so thermogenic effect is at 20 to it's 20 to 30 percent for your um, protein uh, carbs as opposed to carbs which are five I think it's 10 to 15 let me look at my notes here five to 15 and then fats are anywhere between zero and five percent are burned during the digestion process so as you can see the thermogenic effect of protein is way higher than your carbs and your fats and so you know that in itself you know you're you're revving that metabolism a little bit for that calorie pro, uh, digestion uh, process so like i said protein is not only for if you want to gain muscle it's actually really great for weight loss as well so my last and 10th biggest mistake when I first started this fitness journey was not was thinking that lifting like a man was going to make me look like a man. And if you are to see what my workouts look like today versus seven years ago when I first started, completely different. I'm in there now. I work out just as hard as the guys. Maybe I might not be able to lift as much as them. Actually, I can lift more than some of them, but I lift like a man versus when I first started, everything was so cardio based and I was doing light weights and a lot of reps and thinking that that was the answer. You know, I was thinking that <laughs> if I lifted lighter and I did more reps, that meant I was going to get toned and that if I lift heavy and did lower reps, that that was what was going to build bulky muscle. And I feel like this is something that still women really believe. I mean, they think that I'm going to lift heavy. I'm going to start looking like a guy, you know, versus if I just lift these lighter weights, it's really just going to tone and it's going to create this lean muscle. And, you know, I use that phrase lean muscle because I know it's catchier, but muscle is muscle. You know, if you see a woman that looks really bulky um, and she has a lot of muscle, then, you know, sometimes fat percentages play into that too. You know, when you, you, ha when you're muscular already, um, body fat looks different on you as well. It makes you look bulkier faster versus somebody, some, a woman that didn't have as much muscle. And then they have the same body fat percentage. Um, and then also when you see these women that just have these gigantic muscles, I think I mentioned this earlier in the podcast, you know, a lot of that is just from steroid use is taking things that are just unnatural. We as women are just not capable of producing the same muscle um, gain as men do. We have a fraction of the testosterone that men do. And so you're not going to look like She-Hulk. I promise you what's going to happen is you're going to look like a fitness model. Like you, you want to know how those ladies train. I mean, they push themselves, you know, any, any type of strength training activity 
activity is going to help you to create, you know, that toned look, you know, compare that with great nutrition and you drop body fat and you gain uh, muscle, you're really going to like the way you look. And the way that you get to build muscle is not by the lighter weights. You have to give your body a reason to build muscle. And when you're doing those lighter weights, it's not creating enough resistance for your muscles uh, or to, to create that adaptation of for your for your body to create more muscle so it's you know it's really important when you are trying to get tone which most of us women you know and tone really means like I said it means having a lower body fat percentage where your muscle and having that muscle so it can show and and you know how giving the sexy curves in all the right places but you're not going to get there by lifting really lightweight and not increasing resistance you know um, that's really the best way to do that is is by lifting heavy weights um, and so what does that look like that's going to be you know this anywhere from three to four reps all the way up to 12 every once in a while and and this is an Another thing, I um, I switch around my rep ranges. One month I might be, or one week I might be doing fifteen uh, reps. Uh, another, I might I'm gonna go and I'm really gonna focus on strength, and I'm gonna go down to three and four reps ranges. So that's another variable that you can play in, and that's why strength training is is just so great when it comes to your body not fully adapting to it. There's so many variables that you can change. You can change rest periods. You can change weight. You can change reps. You can kind of switch out some of your your, you can even just switching around your exercises in um, in a workout plan, right? Even though you're, do, I essentially I do the same. I've been doing the same exercises for years, but I still progress because of all these other variables I can I can change and manipulate to uh, create, uh, you know, that stimulus for my body to you know change. So. You know, I really hope that this hit home for you. I hope that you have um, at least a couple of takeaways. So let me just recap before I wrap this up. But, you know, going back, these are these 10 mistakes are the biggest ones that I struggled with when I first started. And these are 10 that I still see that are a problem today. I still see women falling into these myths. And, you know, and some people even in the fitness and weight loss industry still preaching this just bad stuff like it's just BS like uh, you know if you don't believe me go do your research on your own I'm not here to say I am the be all say all and you know and, and I'll be completely honest and, and vulnerable about this and you know we are progressing science new science is coming out all the time you know I even have things that I believed last year that I'm now like okay well maybe that wasn't the best thing research is coming out to say otherwise now so you know a lot of this stuff can change but the thing is about these that I just talked about like there's already plenty of science to back this stuff up so you know it's it's really safe to say like these are myths at this point right and so like I said I always recommend do your own research you know um and that's like the best way to learn and and you know think of this as a fun experiment that's what I do like I said I'm my biggest guinea pig this is it's fun to try out these new things and sometimes it doesn't work you know or sometimes my body doesn't agree and that's another thing to take into consideration you know we're not robots so everybody's going to you know our bodies are going to react differently and and that's okay that that means there's nothing wrong with you you just got to find what works for you and don't give up this journey is so worth it and make it something fun so you know let me just recap these 10 biggest mistakes and I'll leave you guys with that today so number 1 was you can't spot reduce fat 
Number two was the scale is not the best way or Okay. Okay. The way I'm, let me go back. So the way I'm telling them is, um, the truth and I'm not saying the myth itself. So you really, you can't spot reduce fat, right? We learned that the scale is not the best way to track progress. Cardio is not the best way to get toned. Cardio is not the best exercise for weight loss just because you think it burns more calories during that session. Carbs will not make you fat and calories do matter. It's not just clean eating, um, meal replacement shakes are not the best way to lose weight. Um, let's see. You don't need fitness and weight loss supplements to get results. Protein is not only for those who want to gain muscle. It's actually really essential and important in a weight loss program as well. And lifting like a man is not going to make you look like a bad. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode of the Mama's New Strong Podcast. If you found this helpful or enjoyed the show, please leave me a review and tell me about it. I'd love to hear from you. Also, if you want to get started, go over to mamasthenewstrong.com forward slash free meal plan to download your one week meal plan that will help you kickstart fat loss and promote lean muscle, plus help you save five hours around meal planning all while eating healthy with your family. Until next time, go out there and be the strong mom that you are.